Hi, welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat, I'm your host, and today's episode is going to be about self-sabotage. I've done a lot of episodes recently about self-sabotage. I think it's just something that I'm kind of experiencing right now, and I usually create my content around what I'm actually going through in the moment, because obviously I'm able to tap into it a little bit better. Um, but I, I like to approach all of these concepts from different perspectives and different angles and different, you know, realizations. So hopefully they're not too annoying <laughs> and hopefully they are giving you actually like a, just a different way to, to see it and reframe this idea. Um, but there's so many things I think w- that come down to self-sabotage that we don't realize. And one of them, which is going to be the, um, topic of this episode is rigidity versus you know, discipline and structure. Because I think if you're like me, you fear losing your freedom. You fear losing autonomy. Maybe you were raised in an environment where you never really had it. So now if you are older and you have a little bit of it, or you're still maybe mentally, subconsciously struggling to have it for yourself, the idea of things that might take it away from you is very scary. And this can apply, of course, to relationships, right? If you are an avoidant type, who fears that if you get into a relationship, that means you lose yourself, you lose your autonomy, and you might then distance yourself from people, right? But it also applies to the way you show up for yourself, to the relationship you have with yourself. And in specifics to self-sabotage and getting the things you want, because you're unwilling to be disciplined, because you might see discipline and structure as rigidity. And rigidity feels like you are losing your autonomy, because that's what it is, right? So if you were raised in an environment where there were very rigid rules and rigid ways of doing things or perspectives. Yeah, of course, you've been conditioned to now look at rigidity and rules and these strict boundaries as losing your freedom because that's what they are. But discipline and structure is, they're very different from rigidity. And I think if you confuse the two, you will end up self-sabotaging yourself because you need structure and discipline to do things, to achieve things, you need them. This is something that I've had to struggle with for a lot of my life. and. I will say I'm pretty good at being disciplined. I enjoy consistency. I enjoy having that kind of structure. And I think all humans enjoy structure to an extent. I think we need it, Um, even as children, right? We do need structure. We do need specific times and, you know, just order to the chaos that is our life, right? We need something like that. And it's good for us and it helps us mentally, but it can veer off into rigidity. And uh, that makes us then fearful of anything that could be perceived as rigid or making us lose our freedom, right? So if you feel like, okay, you want to achieve something, you want to to do something that, you know, you've always wanted to do, but to do it, to get past this resistance, you have to be disciplined and you have to have structure in your life. If you see those two things as rigidity, as losing your freedom, you're not going to do them. You're going to always choose chaos because chaos is at least free. However, and this is the irony of it, chaos actually ends up becoming more of a loss of control and freedom than the discipline and structure that you're fearing. Because structure and discipline actually provide freedom in your life. I've had to learn this again, as somebody who likes having this kind of structure, I realize as I lean into it more and more and I do it in a way that actually fits my needs as a person, because you can do it in a way that doesn't fit you and who you are, right? You might create structure and rules and discipline in alignment with somebody else, maybe a version of a person that you think you should be, right? If it's this mentality or this idea of like that girl, whatever that means, this idea of somebody who's type A maybe, if you're creating 
structure and uh, discipline around that kind of character, but you are not that kind of person, yeah, the way you create that structure is going to feel very rigid. It's not going to feel aligned with you. And it's going to feel like you're losing yourself because you are. You're not creating this in and taking yourself into account when you're creating the structure. You have to make sure you are creating the structure and discipline around who you are. And that means accepting yourself as you are. Accepting who, you're, who you are as a person. So as an example, I, again, on the one hand, I like discipline. I like structure. On the other hand, though, I'm also somebody who is very low energy, right? I have to accept that I'm not somebody who can go at, you know, high energy levels all the time consistently as someone who maybe is more type A could, right? I need my, I call it my rot time. <laughs> I need to, to rot a little bit. And that means, you know, being in bed for a day and reading or, or just catching up on YouTube videos, whatever that is. I know I need that. I know I need that level of balance in my life to just make myself feel okay. And that to me is that level of freedom, right? Quote unquote, having the ability to do that, to allow myself to do that. But if I create structure and discipline around the concept of somebody who doesn't need that raw time, who is higher energy, I'm obviously gonna feel like I'm losing my autonomy and losing my freedom if I'm trying to adhere to that kind of structure, right? So you have to make sure that you are creating the structure that is aligned with you and who you are and who you know yourself to be. Because when you do it that way, it actually provides more freedom in your life. And the reason it does that is because if you are maybe scheduling your life out, scheduling the things you want to do, adhering to who you are as a person, um, making time for the things that bring you joy in your own way, not how you think other people would want you to, to do things that bring you joy, you know, in your way. You now create pockets of time throughout your life that you can do these things. You have scheduled things or you've aligned things throughout your life to fit all of these things that you want to do that are for you. So actually, instead of letting things go freely and chaotically, not planning things out, not having a, a somewhat of a schedule, it doesn't have to be super, super rigid or strict, but somewhat of a schedule, a structure, in a sense, foundation. By doing that, you've now created time for yourself to work around it. And you can see how much more time you actually have, how much more freedom you actually have in your life because you allowed yourself to have a little bit of structure, a little bit of discipline around the things you know you need to do. This is something that I've had to learn the hard way, right? I used to love letting things flow as they needed to and just like completely, like I'll just go when I feel like it or when I have the energy for it. You're not always gonna have the energy for things, but you're still gonna have to do them. That's where the discipline kicks in. But I know that because I've structured things in a certain way, and I've created these pockets of time where it's like, okay, these are the things I have to do. Even if I don't have the energy for them, I know I have to do it now because it allows me more time to do the things I want to do after. It feels more free that way. But if you see that structure as rigidity, you're going to sabotage that discipline that you need to get to where you want to be. So as an example for me, you know, with my creative work that I do, I schedule out everything. I schedule out everything. And if this were a cat from like years ago, I think that would make me a little nervous and a little scared because the whole point of having creative work is that it's free flowing, it's creative. You don't have to have these structures. And and I think that's also a bit of like the false narrative of being an artist in a sense. This idea of like, you, you can just, you know, just go with the flow and not have to worry about things and having the structure and you can just work from wherever. It's like, no, it doesn't really work like that. You do still need discipline. You do still need structure in a sense, right? But now that I plan everything out, it's so much better for me. It makes me feel so much more safe with myself, you know, on the one hand, and also free. Because I know, I can look at my calendar right now and know exactly what I need to do when I need to do it, and what time and energy I'll have 
around that, to do the other things that I want to do, to see friends, to just take myself on a solo date, you know, all that stuff. And it makes me feel so much freer rather than not having any sort of structure and feeling very scared at how chaotic things are. And because of that fear, being paralyzed, not being able to do anything. So in a sense, losing that freedom that I so desperately want by making things chaotic or keeping them chaotic rather than having structure. So if you struggle with self-sabotage and you notice yourself being very anxious when it comes to having some sort of structure in your life, I want you to sit and consider this, right? Think about if you see structure as rigidity. If you tie those two things together and you think they are one and the same, then of course you're going to sabotage yourself. Of course you're not going to create the discipline and the foundation to ensure that you're doing what you need to do to get to where you want to be. So you will always feel like, I can't do the things I know I need to do because I will lose my freedom in the process. And you won't. You won't. You just have to do it in the right way for you. You have to make sure that it is structure and not rigidity, right? Based on someone else's expectations of what you should be doing or how it should look. If you're doing it that way, yes, that'll be rigid and it won't be aligned with you and you will sabotage yourself and you won't want to do it because you won't have freedom. But if it's structure and it's aligned with who you actually are, taking into account your actual self, knowing what you need, then when you create that structure, it'll feel so great for you. It'll feel so aligned for you. It'll feel like you are actually taking yourself into consideration and actually caring about yourself and centering yourself in the way you're cultivating your life, right? Not centering somebody else or centering somebody else's expectations or vision of what things should look like or how people should behave, right? So yeah, consider this if you notice yourself self-sabotaging because this is something that I've had to really think about for myself and realize like, oh yeah, this is another component to my self-sabotage. And there are so many different components to self-sabotage and they could all be working at the same time. And that's the most annoying and frustrating part of this. There is no one way to self-sabotage and you have to kind of be aware of all of them. You have to see where all your self-sabotaging issues are and figuring out ways to combat them because ultimately it's not fair to you to not allow yourself to do the things that you want to do, right? It's not kind to yourself. And that's what we want to aim for ultimately, showing ourselves kindness. And that means not self-sabotaging, not ruining things for ourselves because we have these deep self-limiting beliefs that we don't realize, you know, just having the awareness I think is what's important. So I hope this was helpful. I hope it was informative. I hope it gave you a different perspective on self-sabotage. Uh, if you want to work with me one-to-one, feel free to book a call. And if you want to read some of my work on these things, you can join my Substack. Um, as for all my other social media accounts, you can follow them in the show notes below. And yeah, I will be back again soon with another episode.